The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Porik Horkin, he of the Horkin Garden Centre family, is online uh, to tell us about uh, National Tree Week and also to answer your gardening questions, which are many. Porik, good morning. A very good morning to you, Pat. Now, when's the best time to plant a tree? Well, 20 years ago was the ideal time, Pat, but if you haven't done that, like many of us today, or particularly National Tree Week, and it kicks off this St. Patrick's weekend, actually Sunday, the 19th of March, running right through until the 25th of March. And we use this week really to celebrate trees, the great resource that trees are, particularly broadleaf trees, for biodiversity and for our environment. You know, when you think about it, Pat, a tree absorbs carbon dioxide, it excretes the oxygen that we breathe, but it's also a great home to many of our insects, wildlife, birds in particular, and mammals. And trees, like broadleaf trees, like oak trees, can live up to 400, 500, 600 years. So they're, once they're planted, they're giving back to the environment for quite a long period. And there is a tree for every garden. So irrespective of how small, medium or large your gardener is, there's a tree to suit that location from small weeping willows. I have a beautiful little Fujian cherry in flower in my own garden at the moment, Pat. It's only five feet tall. It's there for about 20 years. And it's a picture of beautiful shell pink flowers at the moment. So really the message is the Tree Council of Ireland are uh, putting on the, the National Tree Week. There's lots of events happening right throughout the country, be it planting of trees, be it talks, walks in woodland areas. And they have put them together by county. So if you pop onto the Tree Council of Ireland's website, there's a huge amount of information there and a huge amount of events starting this Sunday, the 19th of March. All right, uh, lots to do then in the garden this week, but the question's coming thick and fast. Would Porrick suggest an alternative to a box hedge? As I understand, a box hedge or boxes are catching blight. Yes. It's to edge a decking. Yeah, so a very common passion, and we had lots of questions in, even even this spring already, about box blight. So this is the common boxwood, which gets this box blight, particularly with our wet weather. Uh, it's, it's a disease that's difficult to control. And an alternative plant is a lovely plant called Ilex crenata. It's actually Ilex meaning holly, so it's very hardy very disease and wind resistant, but it's got those really small leaves like a boxwood. You'd hardly tell the difference. And can you trim it and shape it just like you would? Yes, you can. It's slow growing, as all hollies are. So Ilex crenata, it's a particular variety, very, very small, thin leaves, evergreen. You can trim it exactly like a boxwood, but it's extremely slow growing. So it's perfect up to about a foot or 18 inches or two feet. Um, Another nice plant is a plant called Euonymus microphyllus, a micro meaning small, phyllis meaning leaves. So again, uh, Euonymus microphyllus is a small leaf to Euonymus, very good in windy areas. And again, makes a very nice um, low hedge. So there are alternatives, pop into your local garden centre. Now, speaking of garden centres, uh, what can we do with piles of empty flower pots? Garden centre won't take them back. Why not? Now, these are the plastic pots when you buy plants for your garden. Uh, you get these. Some of them, it says they're recyclable, others not. Yeah, you really need to bring them to re- your recycling plant patch because most garden centres don't grow their own plants. I mean, that's left to the Irish nurseries and obviously they need to use sterile pots when they're planting up um, new plants and so on. So because of disease um, issues and pest issues, garden centres won't generally take back um, uh, re- you know, recyclable pots. You're better to go to your recycling centre. 
I've planted dozens of shrubs and roses in my garden since I moved in over 20 years ago. They all thrive with greenery and growth, but almost none ever flower. I planted two climbing roses against a wall a few years ago, for example. They've put on about six feet of growth each, but again, no flowers. Could Porrick let me know what the problem might be? I live in Moy Cullen in Galway. Well, I, I don't think they, the, my, living in Moy Cullen in Galway isn't going to affect the flowering. Obviously, flowering plants, particularly roses, need a bright, sunny location. So generally, roses are planted on a south-facing or west-facing wall. What you will find when you tend to get excessive growth path, as the listener is describing, it can be that the soil is very rich. And to counteract that, you can use sulfate of potash at this time of year. So potash is the alternative to nitrogen. It slows down the growth and it induces plants into flowering. So pop into your local garden centre, get a small bag of sulphate of potash. That should be applied to flowering trees at this time or, or shrubs or roses at this time of year. And it helps to slow down that vigour and helps to promote flowering wood and flowers on plants. Mm. Has Porik any advice for a successful division of black-eyed Susan? I also have Miscanthus sinensis that is Great. getting a bit of out of control. Can this be divided and is this the right time of year to do so? It's it's an excellent time, Pat. I mean, obviously the weather is wet at the moment, so wait for a, a little bit of dry weather. The sort of weather we had last week was absolutely perfect for the division of plants. So black-eyed Susan is Rudbeckia. It, it responds extremely well to dividing up. So these are herbaceous perennial plants that tend to spread out and com- produce large clumps and they make perfect uh, ideal plants to split literally just dig them out of the soil, split them up with a sharp spade and replant them into other areas of the garden. So in my own garden, I'm dividing Rubecchia. I'm also dividing hostas, asters. Any any of those plants respond really well. And if anything, you're actually keeping the plant young by dividing it. You're, you're, You're kicking it off again and you're getting, you can move those pieces then to other parts of the garden or give them away to family and friends. So now is the perfect time to do both Miscanthus and the Rudbeckias. Uh, Amaryllis, uh, one bulb bloomed early February. Should I now cut back the leaves and dry out the bulbs? Any hints on getting more blooms as these are a spectacular plant? That's from Father. Gorgeous, Pat. I mean, the, the bulb is about the size of a turnip and you plant it indoors and you get these beautiful flowers, generally four flowers per stem on the amaryllis. The important thing, as with all bulbs, once they finish flowering, you've got to give them about eight weeks to produce new foliage, to build up the bulb for next year. And um, at that stage, you, you allow the bulb to dry out. So it's only it flowered in February. Continue to water continue to feed the amaryllis, certainly to the end of April. And at that stage, cut back on the watering and let it die back naturally. The same applies, Pat, to our daffodils that are flowering beautifully at the moment. They need at least six weeks after flowering before they they naturally die back. So um, that six-week period or eight-week period is very, very important to build the bulb up for next year. If anything, you feed them at that time of year. Now, Fred in Sligo has been on. I've read about a new variety of Irish potato called Irish Gold. Sounds like a great variety. Can I get Irish Gold seed potatoes in Ireland? And do you recommend the variety? Uh, Yes, to both questions. So, yes, I recommend them. And yes, they're available at the moment. So Irish Gold is an Irish variety. It was actually bred here in Ireland by Harry Kyo. um, And it is a fabulous variety, Pat. It's very similar to Curse Pink. Uh, it's got these little purple eyes and a golden skin, but the flavour is absolutely gorgeous. It's a really flowery variety and um, very similar to Curse Pink, but with a better flavour. So it's got that really high dry matter, 
lovely as a roast potato or mashed potato. Irish go, look for it in your local garden centre. It's bred here in Ireland for Irish conditions and for the Irish palate. So it's a cracker. What flowering garden plants could I give to my mother for Mother's Sunday? Uh, She's a keen gardener, so a plant that would flower this and every March would be lovely. Oh, well, maybe maybe the cherry I mentioned earlier, Pat, the, the Prunus Kojo, the Fujian cherry would be nice. Magnolias will be coming into flower now. Uh, two varieties I, I'd recommend. Stellata makes a nice small magnolia up to about six or seven feet in height with white flowers. But there's a lovely, if you've got a little bit more space, there's a variety called Heaven Scent, which has got shell pink flowers, quite large blooms with a fabulous scent um, and they're both magnolia varieties. Camellias, of course, are coming into the flower at the moment. They would make a really good choice. Um, maybe if you wanted something maybe slightly smaller, some of the virginias are again in flower at this time of year and they flower every year after that. And the heliboris are gorgeous at the moment as yeah. well. My advice really, Pat, is pop, pop into your local garden centre. This is a great time for planting, but you'll also see the plants in flower. So whatever's flowering now will flower next March. Exactly. Now, can a a hedge be recovered? It got damaged early last autumn. Appears to be one whole trunk and all the associated branches. That's from Tricia. Okay, so one one plant is obviously has died in the centre of the hedge. Um, Where that happens, Pat, it can be down to either physical damage. So if you're strimming around the base of your hedges and you're whipping off the bark, that will certainly kill uh, a, a mature plant. Or indeed, it can suffer from Excessive wetness, if the, if the hedge is in a particularly low-lying area and one plant is just sitting with its feet in water, that can cause that sort of damage. There's also a disease called bootless fungus. Um, it's, a, it's a fungal disease of the roots and you'll only be able to identify that once you take it out of the ground. The good news is you can get a mature plant to replace. So whatever hedge it is, laurel or Portuguese laurel or escalonia, you can buy in your local garden centre a five or six foot plant to replace the damaged okay. plant. And this would be a terrific time to do that. Any tips on shrubs for a mostly shaded area, evening sun only, that would go uh, grow bit to between three to five feet? Three to five feet. So there's a couple that I would use. Um, there's a lovely plant called Fatsia japonica spider's web. It's an evergreen shrub. It's in the castor oil family. I have it actually in my own garden growing under trees. It's evergreen with these beautiful green and white foliage, quite large leaves about the size of your hand. It grows to three, four, up to five feet if you let it and is a beautiful plant in a shaded area. Another one that, that I find works really well is spotted laurel, the Cuba japonica. It has speckled leaves, Pat, so it adds a bit of brightness mm-hmm. to, the, to a shaded area. It flowers. It has beautiful red berries on it at this time of year. And you can keep it by pruning it to, again, four or five okay. feet. Uh, again, we get, get uh, two last questions, and they're kind of simple ones, yes or no. Can I transplant a birch sapling now? That's from Kieran. And the second, can, you plant, uh, can I plant my finished flowering hyacinths outside now? Yes to both. So in terms of transplanting plants, a great time to do that. And the hyacinths, well, obviously there were indoor ones that they had for Christmas and you can plant those out of doors now. Perfectly fine. And the last one, can you plant a beech hedge over the next two weeks from Bill? An excellent time, Bill, to do it. Very good. Pori Corkin, (laughs) thank you very much for joining us with answers to all those questions. Hopefully the gardening weather. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.